0: Alliance podcast hosts. We are live from the Accord Research Alliance intensive at the One Accord Forum here in Ridgecrest, North Carolina, September 30th. We are, as David said earlier, riding on a high. <laughs> Our intensive just ended and we wanted to take another moment, just like we did last year, to recap the day because um, we know there are a lot of folks who listen to the podcast, who engage in this community who weren't able to make it and we wanted to still be able to share with everybody um, really the highlights that, that we found from this day. So around the table, let's just do brief introductions. My name's Kristen. I'm with Adessa Research. Kristen Check.
1: I'm Nathan Maloney with Living Water. I'm Rodney
2: Green with Compassion International. And I'm David Bronkema with Eastern University.
0: Great, so our theme today for this year, I should say, was measuring what's difficult, how to measure all that matters in Christ-centered relief, development, and advocacy. So I, like, I feel like I say this every year, but an easy theme <laughs> to tackle. Rodney, do you want to walk us through what the day was like?
3: Yeah, the image we used was an inverted pyramid. <laughs> so we started very big picture and got down to uh, more details, more practicalities, down all the way to case studies and how real organization is actually actually trying to apply these principles and practices in in real life to measure difficult things. We started with Dr. Michael Wilcock from the World Bank who gave us a great overview of Um, what what it really means to to measure difficult things and uh, how to advocate for that as well as some of the complexities around that. And he just gave us some great images and metaphors to to really wrestle with that. And then we had Dr. Olivia Wilkinson from the Joint Learning Initiative who really talked to us about what evidence we should be gathering as faith-based organizations and how we should be sharing that that evidence uh, with different stakeholders. Then we had Dr. James Waters from IDO Research, who is piloting and developing a kingdom impact framework tool that's being piloted with a couple different organizations. And there's a number of organizations, a part of a roundtable that are um, feeding into and contributing to the development of that tool. And he, he really shared about that tool and helped people, had a couple activities for people to engage with the tool and give feedback as well. And then we ended with two case studies from Compassion International, Alan Kakinda and Dr. Andrew Leek, who shared about the complexities of measuring difficult things such as poverty and spiritual development. And that really gives you an overview of what the day was. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so... I wanted us to maybe just tackle really probably one question with this time, right? Because we could probably spend a long time answering this question. So I'm just curious to hear from everybody what your key takeaways might be from this day or maybe highlight moments, not just with the content, but just the structure of the day itself and the people in the room, right? What kind of stood out to you guys?
2: I think I'll jump in. For me, it was the incorporation. One of the things was the incorporation of Mentimeter because it allowed us to see very quickly well first of all was how many people had been to how many of these four before and I was blown away by how many newcomers are right when I mean, you saw that and then the expectations also you could kind of read people's expectations up there and one of the things that jumped out at me about the expectations was how people really were longing for more knowledge, for community, for resources and tools. And just for me, the incorporation it meant to me to really allowed us to kind of get um, impressions formed really quickly of who was there and uh, why they were there.
1: Just for those who aren't familiar, Mentimeter is simply a software tool we were testing out this year for the first time to allow uh, people to give feedback from their phones on the fly. So it was, uh, And for the whole room to see what that was. So it was it a was, uh, really cool incorporation, as you're saying, David. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the expectations that was shared was to solve all my problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we delivered.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <We> <laughs> <laughs>
2: check
0: (laughs) yeah I mean there was so much fluidity to the day and Mentimeter is just one example of that so we used it as an opener kind of a icebreaker really more or less but also to get really useful information like David said to help frame the discussion and um, hopefully try to meet some expectations so you're kind of working on the fly there but then James uh, used it in his presentation on the kingdom impact framework we used it in evaluation I think it was a really great engaging tool
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I think it'd be great if we could maybe make that available even to the listeners of this podcast in some shape or form just Mm -hmm. to see the results along with the with the participants there another thing that stood out to me in terms of a highlight was uh, with uh, Dr. Wilcox Michael Wilcox presentation I thought it was just very reassuring to Mm -hmm. people Right? Uh, I mean, it was, I think it presented concepts about the complexity of it. And really, to me, his message in terms of reassurance boiled down to, you know, it's okay if you can't prove things, right? Um, you just have to be reasonable in terms of your expectations and do the best you can. I thought that was was really encouraging, especially for those who were either struggling or were just beginning. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, he shared that image of the mm. acorn versus the sunflower, and how if you had a three-year project, just you know, and funding for a three-year intervention, and you came back and you measured the growth of those two types of seeds, you could you, know, you would say that the sunflower was was successful and the acorn was not. But he he sort of shared like, well, how long are we in this game for? Mm. And how you know if you're in the if you're in the game for long-term development, sustainable development, then the acorn is. An example of something mm-hmm. that, if you're around long enough, you'll see the results. But um, he shared that metaphor, which I think really stuck to people.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that come up in the evaluations, and yep. people mentioned that was a big takeaway for them. Um, I think in, really because we're in the business of people, right? And people mm-hmm. development and people are infinitely complicated and complex. I think my favorite metaphor or example that he used was people have been raising children for thousands <laughs> of years and we still don't have it figured out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. But it's, it's tough when your results driven and there's a bottom line and there's resources at stake and in some cases people's lives at stake and you need to show impact. But it was refreshing and reassuring to hear, honestly, someone from the World Bank say, look, these are complicated, complex issues, and they are possibly unsolvable. That doesn't mean we should stop trying, but let's be realistic, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Michael's presentation just really set the tone. It was, like you're saying, David, it was reassuring, I think, to a lot of people in the room, but uh, he was great with some of these analogies and metaphors mm-hmm. to help us really kind of get a visual perspective of what's, what it is we're trying to do. So another one uh, that he talked about is really how do you match up the methodology with, with the problem? And so he went all the way from looking at physics to where, you know, the things that they're measuring are, are so mathematical, so precise that you can use certain tools, but when you start coming to dealing with people, you start thinking about medicine all the way down to when you start thinking about social and spiritual impact. Some of the tools we're using um, in fields like medicine, like RCTs, might not always be the best methodology for the problems we're trying to solve. And so, so I think that part was, was reassuring. For me, it was that you know, RCT is not the answer for everything. It's great for some things. Some of our work could be measured in that way. But when you're dealing with people, it's messy. It's not linear development. There's not straight lines that people have in terms of maybe their progress out of poverty or moving toward more flourishing. We need to really think hard about our methodology. Right.
3: And another metaphor he used that stuck out to me was the metaphor of wrestling Mm -hmm. with concepts that aren't necessarily ever going to be solved. And, but it's the art or the process of wrestling that, that grows us and that makes us better at what we do and moves us a bit closer to, to having valuable information that we can share with, with different stakeholders and the, the people we work with. Mm-hmm. And that, that really is also reassuring that, that the work we're doing, that we're chipping away at that rock over and over and it might not look like it's moving or anything's happening. But we just were faithful in, mm-hmm. in getting up each day and doing what, what we feel called to do and what, what we see God doing in the world and, and
2: among us. And that's, that gave me a lot of hope, which I think is what we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the theme along with that that was hit not only by Michael, but hit hard by uh, James and Olivia as well, um, was that of intentionality. Right? And it goes along with the faithfulness that even though this may seem to be difficult work, as I think Michael again said, that that is not an excuse for not thinking through it. And For right. not having, as he would he would say, the theory of change or what we might say, not thinking through of what you're doing, why you're doing it, is it going to lead to the outcomes that you want to see happen, and then beginning to think about how will you go about measuring it so you can see if you can improve on it. And I think that theme of intentionality intersected really well with what spiritually motivates us which is wanting to be faithful and what uh, James said uh, and and this is, again was a repeat on a the theme I think is right our success really should not be measured necessarily in terms of the res- the concrete results we find but in terms of whether we're being obedient in these areas
0: mm-hmm. yeah i think there were a lot of Um, Comments along the lines, like you said, David, with intentionality and with uh, kind of breaking things down too. So for Michael to say, no, you have a theory of change. Everyone has a theory of change. You just haven't articulated it. Mm -hmm. You just haven't taken the time to actually write it down and you need to do that. And it kind of makes it seem like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's a tough task, right? Because if you have to grapple with a lot of things, but it's there, it's there. You just haven't put pen to paper. Um, And so there's this sort of at least throughout the morning, I felt like this pushing towards a certain standard of excellence or good practices or best practices or whatever we want to say. You saw that even in Olivia's presentation where she said, you know, a couple years ago we were talking about, oh, you know, you need to um, have evidence. You should have evidence about your program. Well, now you need to be pushing towards best practices for gathering that evidence, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing on collecting that evidence. She talked about localizing, um, data collection, at localizing your evidence base, basically, and not being so extractive mm-hmm. and instrumental, I guess, in, in doing that. Um, and then she also mentioned about communication, about there's a growing recognition of spaces for learning. So not just, oh, you should communicate your results. But no, there's platforms, there's communities, there's venues for you to do that, and we should be doing that more and in different ways. Yeah, and I think
1: that the last point really stood out to me uh, from Olivia's presentation is that, um, you know, so first of all, she kind of was prefacing it with saying, we need to take mixed method approaches Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, there's not just one quantitative tool that we want to try and get everyone to use. We need the qualitative, we need to um, value, you know, even smaller organizations' efforts at um, collecting Mm -hmm. research because that can be really helpful. Um, but to me, this really emphasized the need for uh, almost knowledge management within within our network of, okay, we're starting to have this this evidence, whether it's qualitative, quantitative, whatever that looks like in many different contexts. How are we sharing that with each other so that we can turn data into information, into knowledge, into having a way to think about our programs, think about our theories of change as an organization or, or collectively. So mm-hmm. that was, that's probably one of the main things I wrote down from Olivia is, is really that's maybe we need to elevate our conversation around how do we manage the knowledge that we are gaining mm-hmm. from this type of research. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, in that meal working group that she mentioned, that was I I didn't know, I know it's new, but I didn't know they had that. That would be, that's a, gonna be an amazing resource because mm-hmm. the types of conversations she said was going on there, you know, kind of pushing forward good practices and then people from within the hub sharing examples of what worked well within the local church. That will be a really neat network to have for this community. Mm-hmm.
2: I think another thing for me, uh, building on that point, is I thought it was really neat the way that the day ended uh, well middle and then ended both with a quantitative case study which was the KIF right and actually the PPI as well that uh, that uh, Alan uh, presented but then a very qualitative study right which was Andrew's uh, qualitative study in terms of his focus groups and interviews with the people about their spiritual development and so I think it shows two very interesting valuable types of ways of approaching something uh, that, that, that talk about kind of that mixed methods potential approach and I think all so, the, um, the, the, the thing that stood out to me is when you all were up there as a roundtable at the end of James's presentation, to really be able, I mean, just your presence, I thought, gave witness and testimony to your commitment. Uh, and, and I know it was the three of you, and, 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 but to kind of sharing and to foster this uh, community-type approach to, as you were saying, knowledge management, even though we might not have that structured, it's clear that there's a commitment to that uh, in this kind of family as a whole that we're creating. Mm And one other point with the uh,
3: qualitative presentation at the end of the day on spiritual development, it kind of goes back to something that Michael shared early in the day about variation and how you might see lots of variation. He mentioned we're often afraid of variation. We want to see patterns right away. And he's saying, no, variation is your friend because then you can ask the questions, why? Mm-hmm. Why is there this variation? And going back and, and kind of in having that investigation and having that learning posture, and that's exactly what uh, Andrew was doing, is finding lots of variation when it came to spiritual development. And then going back and finding those narratives and and, and having um, the participants of those focus groups share why they felt their spiritual development kind of changed over time or went up and down. Mm-hmm. Very interesting um Study and lots of different applications for us.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think just the energy in the room. I mean, whenever there was a break, it was just <laughs> <laughs> <no>. <laughs> people were talking with each yeah. other. It was loud. We're it was hard to get them in back city. in yeah. their seats. And I, at least the comments I received right afterwards was that people found it useful. And I think also through the Mentimeter again, that was pretty obvious as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: When I opened us at the beginning think, I just thought of this this morning of, you know, even even for me now as a leader for this day, I still want to come away challenged by what I've heard, having learned something new, right? But then continuing to foster community. And I tried to impress that upon people too. And I really feel like that's what came out today. I mean, certainly the presentations were challenging, right? There were a lot of complicated things Mm -hmm. presented today that people were grappling with um, and questioning and constructive criticism and I think that's all really good because that just builds right that just builds things to be better certainly you know I think people learned a lot um, I sure learned a lot but to your point David about just the energy of the room you could tell that that message of this is a community we want to create a learning community that that was internalized right and, and that was really cool to see yeah.
2: no pressure for
1: next year <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
1: I think I sense I mean to pick up from there i think i think over the i think it's my fourth straight year now uh being a part of this and i think there's just kind of a growing sense of of humility uh in, in the room of mm-hmm. i think even i mean mike will help establish some of that at the outset but i think even coming in today there's just a sense of we don't have all the answers we're, we're trying so i think a sense of hum- humility but really being matched with some intentionality of let's let's wrestle with it let's let's try to figure this out um so just kind of my sense of the vibe in the room i think that's a a really continuing to grow and which is a really great thing
2: Mm -hmm. amen and may may the spirit help us to continue in that path right Mm -hmm. it's just so much fun to be able to do that right in that particular way and not have a stake in defending a position or a particular method right but really just wanting to learn and be open
0: right Mm -hmm. absolutely All right, well, thanks guys. This was a really great recap of a really great day. If you have not had the opportunity to join us at the intensive before, we highly, highly, as you might, have heard Um, I (laughs) I highly encourage you to join us this community is amazing Um, it's it's growing and evolving and changing all the time which keeps it really exciting Um, and we always look forward to being able to um, share this day with people and certainly are looking uh, always looking for folks who want to share something next year want to share something throughout the year on a podcast on a webinar you name it Uh, we are are a fully collaborative community and we really mean that. So we look forward to um, any feedback and, and any other folks who want to jump in and, and share what they're doing and share what they've learned. So um, thank you all for your feedback today and um, God bless.
2: Thank you, Kristen, for your leadership. <laughs> Thanks,
0: Kristen.
1: Thanks, Nathan. Thanks,
2: Thanks. Thank you Thanks, y'all. All right.